<laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the cast and friends of Nature Check for this incredible day of games celebrating our 50th episode of our flagship campaign this evening. This evening, goodness, for some of you, it's already afternoon, but you know, what is time? Uh, we are so very grateful for all of the support we've received from the community and from our audience, and we plan on continuing to create fun educational content for you going forward ad infinitum. I don't know. I have Arda planned out to like level 20, so we'll see how long this takes. Um, <laughs> we will be hosting three one-shots today, and the information for all of the GMs and players, it's a lot of people, um, all of their social media handles are down in the reference section below. Please check out all of these cool people and their projects. Um, they all do amazing things in a variety of kinds of science and science communication, so go follow lots of new people today. All right, now we're going to get into the first game. I'm going to hand things over to Andrew, the DM, to get the marathon started. Good evening to everyone watching. Thank you so much for joining us for the first of four games celebrating the Arta Campaign's 50th episode. Uh, Arta brought to you, of course, by Nature Check, the channel where you come for the games, but stay for the science. My name is Andrew Coons. I'm the DM of a little show called The First Watch, uh, which is a TTRPG actual play web series over on YouTube. And our game this morning is going to be set in the world that my show uh, is set in, which is the world of Shal, and more specifically, the unified kingdom of Alson, a land where the planes of existence merge and overlap in dangerous and wonderful ways. But before we get into the game this morning, I want to take a minute and go around our virtual table here and introduce you all to our incredible cast that we have for this morning's adventure. So we're going to go in an order that appears on my screen. I'm sorry if it's not the order that appears on your screen, but I'm the DM, so I get to make the rules. Uh, we're going to start with Emily. Hello, um, I'm Emily. I am a science video producer, and I also play with the RP Geeks, uh, along with Simon, who you might be able to see somewhere on screen, where we play D&D and try to explain the science that comes up in and the magic that comes up using science. And uh, we're, we're kind of like the British version of Nature Check. Oh, yeah, and I'll be the, playing uh, Nova, the fairy paladin, today. We're the Doctor Who to the Inspector Space Time of... of <laughs> what is Inspector Space Time? Have you, oh, you don't watch Community? Community? No! Yeah, oh. oh, goodness me. Oh, Lord. Oh, hello. Uh, my name's Simon, <laughs> and I am also a science communicator. I make mostly videos on YouTube, but I also stream on Twitch, including with the RP Geeks. Uh, and I am playing Penumbra, the uh, fairy sorcerer, which is the first time I've used either a fairy or any kind of fae, or a sorcerer. So this will go absolutely swimmingly, I have no doubt. Phenomenal. Nicole. Hi, um, I'm Nicole. I'm calling from Austin, Texas, and I uh, study science communication. So at kind of the meta level, I study what all of these other folks do. Um, and my research is at the intersection of uh, science communication and applied theater and drama. I use lots of improv, as well as social justice, asking questions about how we can expand the circle of human belonging in STEM. And I'll be playing Eris, our tiefling bard. Always got to have a bard. Love it. Uh, Shreya. Hi, everyone. I'm Shreya. I'm from India, and I'm currently the outreach manager at the Institute, Indian Institute of Technology. And I study, or rather, I have a background in cognitive science and neuropsychology. And I'm going to be playing a forest gnome 
uh, called Fiesta, and we have a lot of uh, magic coming up with that character. Stay tuned for a lot of optical illusions and signs. I love it. I love it. And Shreya is joining us from the airport where she was very kind to continue to be a part of our game, even though she's catching a flight. So yeah, we are so excited to have you all here. Uh, I'm very excited to run this game for you, but let's stop talking about how excited we are and let's get into the thing that we are excited to be here for. So here we go. The capital of Excessa in the kingdom of Alson is the crown jewel of the kingdom. King Ustman, the halfling lord who united all the provinces into the unified kingdom of Alson, has made his residency here and really has done a lot to grow it into a place of culture and knowledge. Amongst many other things, he's building a road system that branches out from Excessa to the rest of the kingdom. And one of the things that he encouraged was to uh, advance the idea of science and magical knowledge and education. Uh, therefore, the small university of Excessa that had existed from some time uh, started to receive a lot of funding. I know it's a fantasy world. So uh, you all are students at the University of Excessa. You are in your first or second year still learning your basic magics uh, and how to gain control of, of your powers. It is a fun and interesting mashup of science and arcane or divine arts uh, as you all learn uh, natural science as well as uh, supernatural science. So unfortunately, as with all schooling, comes finals week and that week is just upon you all and it's a stressful time there's a lot of things to study and things to remember and that stress can get to people every once in a while and and you all knowing that this is going to be a very stressful week have decided to cut loose a little bit here before things jump off so the first thing you did is one of you uh, raided some pantries and found a couple bottles of rum that were marked as magical. You're not sure exactly what they're magical for, uh, but you've swiped these, these bottles of rum. First question I want to ask you all today is, who do you think would have been most likely to have gone in and stolen? I, I didn't even finish the sentence and the hand <laughs> is up. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole, why don't you go ahead and give us a description of your character and maybe a little little detail of how they would have how they would have swiped this rum for a for a little party. Oh, definitely, yeah, def a no brainer. Uh, so, Eris Quake is a uh, tiefling uh, entertainer type um, who's makes up for uh, lack of studying and lack of um, any inborn intelligence with uh, being very. Uh, both persuasive and acrobatic. So a little bit of a performer. I apparently play bagpipes and um, a horn of sorts. Um, That's my so gift I'm, to you. Yes. What <laughs> a, a beautiful gift. Still very seen. Yeah. So I think Eris uh, is just usually kind of more in tune with uh, the goings on of the university than necessarily uh, what is in the classes. Uh, so Eris saw a trolley a cart going down the hallway during finals, uh, made a note of it, and as soon as uh, exams were finished, uh, followed where they thought it had gone, found a, a suspicious-looking cupboard that looked like it hadn't been used for a really long time, covered in all sorts of cobwebs and lots of things that gave off really just kind of threatening auras, 
uh, and uh, grabbed as many bottles as they could and uh, just hightailed it out to meet their friends. Right. So you have grabbed these bottles and stashed them in your cloak and made your way out, uh, out of the city proper into one of the nearby forests where it had been agreed upon that you all meet. And as you come through the forest, you see a little bit of flickering light ahead of you. It's just starting to get dim at this point at the end of the day. And you walk through the tree line a little bit and eventually come to a small clearing where you see uh, three other figures uh, setting up around a campfire with some various foods and bedrolls and whatnot, getting ready for a night of festivity and rest. As you look out upon these three figures, I would love to get descriptions from the rest of you. Uh, we'll go in the same order as before. Uh, Emily, do you want to kick us off? Yes, so Nova is a sort of two-foot-tall fairy. Um, she has this rainbow hair that almost seems to change colour as she moves, and the same goes for her wings, which unfortunately I don't have with me today. But um, as, as you see her sort of flying around, her wings just a shifting colour. They're almost uh, iridescent as well as she moves she's wearing all gold it's all looks very fancy very put together and I say she's moving around she's probably just sat and telling Penumbra where to put things and what to do and uh, just in general just enjoying the atmosphere and waiting for people to bring her things and Simon would you describe this other person that Nova is bossing around in the moment so Penumbra is also about two foot tall. She's also a fairy. And um, her and uh, Nova go way back. They're both transfer students from uh, Emerald University. They both went to Shiz High School. Um, they, they've been this kind of neat pair together, but it's always been quite one-sided. So kind of Harry feel like she has to do everything for, for Nova any given time. And uh, the other notable thing is that uh, she is blue and has been blue for her entire life. And it's just a little bit uh, afraid of other people, a little bit anxious about what people are going to say and do to her and just likes to stick quite close to, to Nova where she feels like she's, she's safe. I love her already. Awesome. And then standing a little bit taller than the, the two foot fairies uh, is a young gnome. Shreya, would you like to describe your character? So we have Gestalt here, and Gestalt is a gnome, a very wise gnome, as self-proclaimed wise gnome, and also a little resentful towards everyone, a little distant, kind of not the friendly kind, not the chit-chatty kind, kind of the opposite of Nova completely, kind of looks at, she kind of looks at Nova and thinks, oh my god, so much color. But because uh, Penumbra and Nova are also exchange students and Kessel also kind of doesn't feel like she's uh, she belongs so she kind of hangs around both of them and they kind of just accepted her but they're yet to break a lot of barriers <laughs> I love it so Eris as you come into this clearing uh, you are by far by like a waist up the tallest person uh, here in this in this group. Yeah, what do you do as you arrive? Sorry, one more time. <laughs> so as you uh, as you step into the clearing here, you are you are greeted by your three friends uh, and you pull open your, your robe and show the the various bottles that you've grabbed. Um, yeah, what do you do here? I think I've I hand them first to Gestalt. Um, I, I feel like um, despite Gestalt kind of not liking anyone. Uh, Eris is always pretty friendly to Gestalt. <laughs> um, and I'm like, 
look what I found. You want to, you want to share these around? Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be the bad person, but this is irresistible because come on, we've been in a bit of stress now. And this is a fun time and can we have it all to ourselves? I mean, best wishes trying to ever fool Nova. And I'm pretty sure Penumbra is more keen than they often <laughs> let on. Paris, what have you got over there? There we are, right on cue. All right, Nova, come on in. <laughs> Penumbra, come on. I'm, co I'm coming. Okay, they're here now. So, well, they're not that much of a pain. So maybe uh, we can... A quick warning is that I, while I am very sure that this is alcoholic, I am not sure about any of its other properties. So as I always say, drink at your own risk. Oh, we'll be fine. I'm sure Atalyn will look after us. I'll, I'll take one too then. Of course, give me two. I know I can handle it. Shots are poured around for all four of you. Do you, do you drink to anything in this moment? Here's to finals being over. I actually quite enjoyed them, but they'll be back next year. Yes. <laughs> do not understand what is wrong with you, Penumbra, but I appreciate that you appreciated them. Cheers. As you all take a sip, I would like everybody to roll a d20 for me, please. Oh, God. Nothing bad has ever happened after somebody said that. Never. <laughs> hey, I got an 18. An 18, okay. 17. 17, okay. I got a uh, I have a 10. 10, and uh, Shreya, you had a, did you say seven? 13. 13, okay. Let's see here. Oh, this is gonna get interesting. Okay, so Shreya, as you, uh, Gestalt, as you take your shot, all of a sudden you feel this very fuzzy sensation in your head. You've drank before, this doesn't feel like a buzz or getting tipsy or anything, uh, you feel magically confused in this moment. And you begin just wandering off in a random direction in the forest, just like compelled to start walking off. And uh, everybody else just looks and like, what, what is Gestalt doing? They go, where's she going? Oh no, I was just waving goodbye. Oh, okay, just waving goodbye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eris, Actually, we're going to come back to Eris because this one's interesting. Both oh, no. Penumbra and Nova, you look over at each other and... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is too good. Um, both of you are very fair-skinned, uh, very smooth. Fairies don't really ever grow facial hair or whatnot. But all of a sudden, you see these little prickles appearing on each other's faces. And they grow, but they're not growing as hair. All of a sudden, you both have large beards made of feathers. Penumbra, something is wrong with your face. Uh, I, I don't like to say it, but I, I think there's something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong okay? with my face. I don't know what you're talking about. And no. Touches the feathers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Try, she tries to just pull them off. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Roll a, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Actually, really good. 18. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, you begin to pluck feathers, and I mean... They're like these really thick quills and they hurt, but you're you're able to kind of withstand the pain. And yeah, but after a couple of these, you realize there's a lot there and it's going to hurt a lot to pull these all out. Oh my God. We can reverse this, I'm sure. It, it, it must have been magical. Um, we, we, we could it's do something about you. this. You're weird looking anyway. 
Oh. Uh, you, you, uh, yes, I suppose I am quite. This, this just adds to the flavor, I guess. Uh, the feathers are blue, by the way, on you. Oh, <laughs> I don't even get any contrast. As you match. Eris, you watch all this happening with some, with some glee. And then all of a sudden you feel this crackling at your fingertips. And mm. some sort of, and you've, you've done magic, of course. So you feel some sort of pooling of magic at your hands. And it's starting to ramp up. And you don't feel Uh-oh. like you can stop it. I, th- I think I might uh, at least face outward or run out, like okay. as if I was going to go vomit in the woods. Okay. So you run out into the woods <laughs> and you hold your hands out in front of you. And all of a sudden you cast magic missile at fifth level and just a crap ton of magic <laughs> missiles go flying out from your fingertips and just spraying all over the place and bashing into trees and knocking branches down. It is loud and it is destructive. And everybody else hears this, of course. Oh my goodness. Well, I wish that had showed up at the exams. Eris, well, where did you get this 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 alcohol? You know, just the cupboard on the third floor. The... I... Would I know, like, if there was a particularly dangerous stock of magic items somewhere in the university? <laughs> or uh, maybe if there wasn't a cupboard there. <laughs> go ahead and make an arcana check uh gestalt it's about this time that your confusion wears off and you found that you've wandered like a couple hundred feet into the forest away from everybody but all of a sudden your head clears and you're like what am i doing uh 15 on the arcana check okay uh a f- with a 15 i would say that what you do recognize is um the various things that are happening seem to be some sort of wild magic surges um, you've seen wild magic surges from other areas in the university, uh, specifically a couple sorcerers who pull their power from it. But yeah, you've never had this happen to you before, but new experience. Oh, it's, it's a strange kind of powerful magic. What, should we try some more? Yes. Maybe it'll make it go away. Maybe we yes. can do some cool stuff. Hey. Now on my, I mean, I just realized that I've just walked and do I know my way back? Can I go back? Oh, I would like to go to my friends. That's the logical thing to do. Yeah, I would say that like you can hear them and you can see the campfire flickering in uh, when you turn around. So it's it's pretty easy to get back. But it, it does take a couple moments before you all see finally Gastel walking out of the forest back to you all. Where did you go? I'm running. <laughs> oh, I- I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I just, something compelled me to go there. There's some weird stuff in that stuff. I'm just going to point at my beard. We really missed your <laughs> rational oh presence. My God. Things have gotten out of hand. What, what happened to you guys? Stories, I am now really I'm good at magic. We're going to try some more. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't possibly the logical conclusion. Guys are crazy. I... I Eris, where did you get these from? Oh, the cupboard on the third floor. I saw, I thought they were taking supplies for the after party for the, for the profs. I thought, I thought I was just grabbing whatever they were going to have. So, oh my God. Be... I, do we know, do we know what it is? Do we know the number? You, you're not a hundred percent certain what it is, but you do know that these surges are some sort of wild magic that the rum is causing. You know what? 
I kind of like it, and I want to do it again. That's a nice afterburn. I'm really into mm. it. All right, let's go. Moment. All right, y'all want to do another shot? <laughs> yes. Okay. This will be our entire show. We will just it will keep, be. It yeah. will be. We'll just I'm keep okay rolling the dice. I'm okay with what that. Happens. All right, we will we will go ahead and roll another d20 as you all take another <laughs> shot. <there. laughs> We'll okay, eventually get, get good oh, at this. I've got a nine. A, got a nine. Excellent. Seven. Seven. Okay. I rolled a five. Oh, all such low rolls. Going well. <laughs> okay. Um, who had the two? Me. Uh, Nova, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, God. Okay. Six. Oh, good. Uh, you turn into a sheep. <laughs> you are it's still beautiful. You are polymorphed like into a tiny color. sheep with little uh, rainbow colored wool. Huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Always she so put has, together. She's so colorful. Uh, someone had a five, I think. Yeah, yeah, me. Okay. You, let's see. Nothing happens particularly, but you feel all of a sudden like your fingers begin twitching and like you feel uncommonly fast. Like you could do maybe twice as much uh, in a moment than you normally do. Anything you want to do with this speed that you suddenly feel? I want to go back to the same place I lost some sort of consciousness. Go back, sort of see everything properly and come back. Okay, yeah, you run off. Everybody sees her run much faster than she normally does. And then you look around and you don't see anything. It just looks like normal forest. And upon that, you turn around back uh, like the flash. And then the next person up, I think, had a seven. I had a seven. You had a seven. Oh, not so great. So you feel another crackle of energy at your fingertips. Yes. And the right die. Let's see if Uh, I can make the fire bigger. Except this time, these like black tendrils shoot out from your fingertips and hit everybody around you. Everybody takes two points of necrotic damage. Oh, I'm sorry. Sheep take, Uh, or is it? (laughs) I I think a sheep should have more than two hit points, but let's look it up. Let's look it up. Oh no, I killed our new sheep. (laughs) I have. Uh, You have have four hit points, so you are okay. You're still a sheep. I have to protect our our pet, our new pet more. Really important question. Does the sheep have the feather beard as well? It does not, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I feel then like that's given me more of an appreciation for what a hit point actually means in DD. Like knowing a sheep is four hit points worth of damage. <laughs> somehow <laughs> that like grounds it more. I know, yeah. It's like there's my benchmark to work. Everything from. is in sheep now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I have a toughness of about three sheep. <laughs> you do three sheep's worth of damage. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm going to call it the rest of the game. Oh, yeah, I got about three sheep. <laughs> um, and then Penumbra, what did you roll? I got a nine. Somehow I the mean, highest out of everybody. I know. For the next minute, everywhere around you within 10 feet, all of a sudden these beautiful, like, kind of spectral butterflies appear. And these little flower petals begin falling out of the air. And it just kind of creates this beautiful sparkling swirl around you. I'm going to like fly slightly kind of upwards and just sort of oh. spin around. And it just kind of goes with you. 
you stay within the center of it as it just kind of spins around you. It's a beautiful Remember display. looks happy for the first time in a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sheep just said, get down. Weird. <laughs> one second. How long does polymorph last? Give me a second. Isn't it like... You're about no. to have a very interesting one shot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a small amount of time. Um... <laughs> Hmm. The duration I am happy up to, to an hour. Okay, so play a sheep for an hour. <laughs> so, in, so unless someone damages uh, Nova Sheep, then Oops. you are a sheep for the next oh, hour. Dude. But after a, a fair amount of, of drinking and partying, uh, all of a sudden the the sheep, which everybody had kind of been taking turns keeping an eye on, uh, <laughs> pops up into oh, the fairy form of Nova again. I was uh, sheep. <laughs> And we've we've braided its hair and like so you've got <laughs> that yeah, transfers over flowers, flowers, and, hair is now flowers and braids and yep. I like you better that way. You've got a very pretty sheep. <laughs> well, obviously, but uh, yeah, oh, oh, it was actually it was actually quite pleasant, really. Um, I do want to eat a lot of grass now. <laughs> During this time, also the feather beard uh, at one point began tickling your nose, Penumbra. And you let off a large sneeze and poof, all the feathers just popped off at once and just kind of floated <laughs> down through the air. Oh, oh, I quite liked it, actually. <laughs> okay. They're coming. Oh, my um, God, Nova. I think we can try to make a sneeze. Does she still have the feathers? Uh, no, when you transform back, the feathers are gone. Oh, no, what a shame. I'm so sad. <laughs> Only we knew. But I still like ah. you as a sheep. Thank you. Uh, I could raid the costume closet and get you a, a new one. Nothing as good as that, but like, no, I'm fine. I think I think I'll I'll just I'll, I'll just stay with the you know the the fresh face instead. <laughs> so, in addition to the magical properties, uh, the rum that you've stolen also has the normal properties of alcohol, which means that after a few hours of taking these shots, uh, you are good and tipsy all of you especially those of you on the smaller side who little goes a long way uh, with, with these fake creatures i think and she's just flying around just like, <laughs> yeah, like hitting, trees. hitting into trees yeah <laughs> and another thing is that we shouldn't be tested only on our ability to just you know what i mean maybe we should sorry she's yeah. like also going in a circle maybe we should <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Penumbra, you're wrong. Actually, the opposite of what I was saying, but Penumbra, you really do shine during finals. It, well, you get you get a glow to yourself. It's She's the reason really we're here. It's the whole point of the university is to make us smarter. And we that's that's what you get to feel in, in finals. You have all the knowledge in your brain, and then poof, afterwards it's gone. Oh. Sort of sits down somewhat dejected. <laughs> the little oh. insect wings folding back down. I think the only point of university is to teach you the things that they don't want you to know. How to work the system and find good stuff system? like this. The system is all of the invisible hidden curriculum that they have around you that where? And then are gonna fly off trying to find the invisible <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you dumb people. I mean, the whole point of the system is so we learn, we become smart. 
you're able to control the world. I mean, I just had an experience here and I can't define it. I don't know what happened. I just want to know so badly what happened. Don't you guys want to know what happened? Why did you pull feathers? Aren't you guys curious? Oh, come on. We drank the rum. Oh, here we go again. Gestalt always loves to conduct an inquiry. Here we go. All right, Gestalt, what's the... What's your hypothesis? Hey, Gestalt, maybe you should drink more of the rum to find out what happened. Yeah, I'm doing an inductive study where I just gather data. I don't know. I'm going to keep gathering more data. I think this is a great place to step outside (laughs) a character for a quick moment. As scientists, should you come across a uh, bottle of magical rum that seemed to produce random side effects? How would you conduct a study or some sort of experiment to maybe start to pinpoint what this could do and, and how to harness it? Well, you That's need a, really a bunch of disposable um, uh, kind of test subjects. So if well, you, got, I mean, if you I get think undergraduate. you do that, you probably like do like a chemical analysis on it first, right? To see what's actually in it before you just start randomly giving it to people or you can do that (laughs) in addition to this controlled trial that penumbra is setting up um in social science we also are interested in experience so i might feed someone the alcohol and then learn from their own lived experience what that experience was like which could add to that kind of controlled trial ideas of quantification yeah, so you add the qualitative to the quantitative. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. sometimes we, we might also want to consider having a placebo book. So placebo would be where the, we, we just give them something that looks like alcohol, probably apple juice. And uh, we tell them that this is a substance. And we need to give them some background because we can't just give someone uh, something and be like, okay, we're just going to test this and see what, what happens. So we have to tell them something. And you tell them almost the same thing. And if in case, you know, if they feel any, if they sometimes in placebo, people have pseudo symptoms. So they may feel drunk if you tell them that you might feel that way. And so we try to use that information to see what's, what's real versus what's mentally created, perhaps. Surely in this case, though, the defining quality is the magical nature of the rum. So would the control group be given apple juice or would it be given non-magical rum? Oh yeah, that's true. Because then you still get all the rum effects, but yeah. it would be the like, and also because we're in a land where you know all of our characters are magical, so it could just be a placebo effect of our characters. Yeah, we could be doing drinking the apple juice. So you'd have exactly, to make sure yeah. that the sample of undergraduates is representative of some magic users and some non-magic users, mm-hmm. so that you could then sort of perform that you know statistical study comparing if is there you a know. correlation between your wisdom stat and your you know how much this affects you. And do all fairies, the first time they have it, grow feather beards? Like, for all we know, that's yeah. a property of this rum from our sample. So we'd have to get more fairies to try it to see if that's like the first time any fairy has this rum feather bit. A lot of variables. Your, your stats, your class, your species, all sorts of things. Uh, we're going to need a lot more of this rum to, to figure it all out. I think so. So I love that. All right. So stepping back into character, the, the rest of the evening goes by. You all can experiment to your heart's delight. Nothing too, um, shall we say, damaging happens to you uh, over the course of the evening. Um, but we'll see how bad the hangover is in the morning. And you all fall asleep in various kind of states 
Some of you found your bedrolls and were able to curl up. Some of you kind of dropped where you were <laughs> in the moment and uh, will have quite a bit of morning dew on you in the, uh, when you wake. Uh, but the night passes and the morning comes. I would like everybody to roll a constitution saving throw. Um, so a D20 plus your constitution save to see how hungover you are in the morning. I got a nat one. Oh, this is going to be fun. Twelve. Twelve, okay. Uh, nine. A nine. Shreya. Oh, fifteen. Okay. So, Penumbra and Gestalt, you are... You got a little bit of a headache when you wake in the morning, uh, as would be expected, but it's not too bad. You're not feeling nauseous or anything. Eris, um, you went hard last night, and uh, there's definitely that that kind of lingering queasiness to you to you as you as you wake up. Nova, you're gonna take a point of exhaustion. Oh, no. <laughs> so all your ability checks and are going to be a disadvantage for the day. <laughs> Wow. I think she's throwing up like oh, rainbow yeah. colored <laughs> skittles. <laughs> and it still kind of looks really cool. Um, and it's kind of sparkly. <laughs> it's so colorful. Oh yeah. my God, so much color. It kind of hits the ground and like spreads out, but like sparkles at the same yeah. time. So, oh, <laughs> that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you all wake up and in various states of, of uh, a hangover and yeah, the, the morning is bright and clear, and there's a little bit of little bit of forest fog and dew on the ground. Mocking um, us. But the day is yours. What do you want to do? Do we have um do we have to go to school again? Do we have anything to go back to? Well, finals are not completely over for everybody. So sounds like Penumbra uh, finished hers, but there are still uh, there are still some exams to be taken. I wonder if Penumbra could go take my she loves it so much. I've been taking Novas for years. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Penumbra, we had a deal. I knew it. Nova's very smart. Isn't that when I look over and she's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there. Nova, how are you feeling? I feel... Wonderful, actually. <laughs> <clears throat> wonderful. At this point, can I help Nova with some sort of magic? Yeah, what do you want to try? Yeah. I'm not that bad. I'm not a mean. I mean, sometimes. But... <laughs> okay, you, you look bad. I'm going to help you. <laughs> Whoa, if Gestalt is helping you, that's a big deal. Thank you, Gestalt. Oh, <clears throat> So Gestalt, what do you want to try sheet. to do? What do you want to try to do in this moment? I want, I want to give her a potion or use a spell to, to kind of make her vomit, to stop, and maybe give her a horn. Then, if that's it. Okay. Um, I would say that you dig around in your bag a little bit, and you do find a, a potion of healing in there. And for the purposes of this, I will say that by taking that potion of healing, um, that is your one potion of healing that you have. But if you give it to Nova, it will tamp down the effects of the hangover, removing the disadvantage and keeping her from vomiting. I'm actually fine. Stop. It's don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just take it. I mean, it's fine. You don't have to. We won't talk about it. It's very nice of you. Thank you. Do not tell anyone I said that. And she'll drink the potion. Okay. You still feel crummy. But uh, the effect, the, the the horrendous effects of the the hangover are um, subsided by the potion. <laughs> I wonder if Eris still has like a you know like in the morning where you're still like half drunk still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if Eris has gotten into their head um, teaching Penumbra like, like power poses and ways to stick up to Nova. So I'm just doing a quick acting <laughs> lesson for Penumbra. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. If you, if, you, if you fold your arms like this, it's closed position. And what you need to do when you ask Nova if you don't want to take her exams tomorrow, you, you got to try again. I'm going to put my hands on my hips and like, <laughs> just look hang super, on. Like super bad. Let me just, uh, oh, okay, great. I rolled really well. Um, like, no, <laughs> I, I actually, for once, I think you should do this exam, Nova. I, I think that you would benefit from it. Is that good? Sorry, were you talking to me, Penumbra? No, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't. It was oh, no. unrelated, Nova. Okay. Oh, she does hear her name anytime it's said. <laughs> I think well, that was I amazing. Might, I might go back to the university. I'd quite like to look up what happened here in the library. There, there's probably a book on, on magic alcohol somewhere. We just had fun. Why do we have to look up what happened it we just drank and i feel fine now so if we understand it we have power over it I, i'll go with you i heard there was some uh new uh new naughty mags in the restricted section so maybe i'll go what kind of university is this <laughs> it studies everything and i am very oh. curious it's a magical I'm deposit library. Here. It has to legally, it has to have one copy Legal, of everything. Legally, it has to have everything. So I'm going to go find everything. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, right. I'm with you on that one. That's, I want to know. And unlike Eris, I'm genuinely curious about what I am. My curiosity is also valid. <laughs> Eris, I want to see the magazines. Let's go. Yes. I think that there'll be some things that might pique your interest. If my assumptions are correct. Well, that's in my world now. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Um, Okay, so you all begin to uh, pack up your things and you exit the forest and begin heading back towards the capital city of Excessa, which, by the way, is what my background here is. So as as you come into sight of the city, you see the familiar large exterior wall, the tall, thin towers known as the Heaven Spires, that go all the way up, heaven spires or heaven trees, depending on who you talk to. And then strung between the towers are these bridges, um, these kind of like thin stone bridges. And it creates almost like from the top down, almost a spider web like effect across the city, allowing you to get from tower to tower uh, with ease and really nice in the cold weather. Thank you, Minnesota, for inspiring uh, that in my, in my world. But as you start to get closer, Something's, it's really hard to put your finger on at the moment, but something feels off about the city. The first thing you notice is how quiet it is. And the next thing you notice is that, have you ever had someone try to overlay a photo for you, like to match up locations, and it doesn't quite line up 
-hmm. Like the lines on this photo don't quite match up with the lines on the, the photo underneath it. You don't have that point of reference as characters, but that's what you're seeing in this moment. There are parts of the city that should match like the wall coming across that feel a little bit off. Like just a slight amount. It's very unsettling. Uh, Am I just really hungover? Is everyone else seeing that? I'm sorry. Oh my god. Are we seeing the same thing? Is this really happening? Gestalt, is this one of those uh, optical things? Are you doing this to us? Oh yes, Gestalt, are you doing that thing again? It's not funny anymore. Uh, I'm not doing it. Why why would I do that? I want to know what happened to us. I think because we had that potion last night, I think there's some after effects. I'm sure it is that. It's just probably there the hangovers. Oh, it has to be that. I'm not doing anything. No, I'm not doing this. Not me. Uh, can we fly close, well, I'll fly closer to the wall? Like, if, if there's a wall that looks odd. Like, Several places look odd. The it. wall doesn't seem to line up quite right. Some of the bridges connecting the towers don't seem to be centered anymore. Even the tops of the towers in places feel off. And it's not like a consistent, like, left to right, they're all off a little bit. It's like there's a randomness to it. Can I um, identify something that is clearly not magical, like a normal building that's glitched, and uh, cast uh, Detect Magic? Okay, so you'll have to get much, much closer um, to detect magic. So are you all going <laughs> to the wall of the city at this point, or are you still hanging back? I'll go uh, over for sure. Yeah, I'll be I, tailing that. Okay. The other thing you notice as you get closer is that the colors seem weird too, in that some of the, some of the, like where basically the fault lines are here, like on one side, it'll be like the color you would have expected. On the other side, there's like a blue tint or a red tint or something. And then you start looking at all the flags that are at the top. Some of them are waving in the light breeze. Some of them are waving very slowly. And a couple of them are flapping, like as if they were caught in a, in a heavy wind. Uh, but you get close enough, uh, Penumbra, in order to cast Detect Magic on one of the out outer buildings. So you cast Detect Magic, you pick up a general aura, but where normally detect magic would give you the school of magic um, and help you start to identify like what the spell might've been or whatnot, it feels unidentifiable. It feels like you, you see an aura around the building and as you kind of pan your vision, you see an aura everywhere, but it's this, it's this murky, soupy, unidentifiable. There's no like clear school of magic here. Right. What do you work out, number? It's not like any kind of magic I've seen. It's strange. It's like lots of magic all together in a big soup. Oh. Wonder mm. if we could do crimes now. Easier. <laughs> I don't think that should be your first Always. thought, Eris. Um, Found the bard. Always my first thought. <laughs> what kind of? I'm just curious about what. How? I just get curious when there are glitches what this might cover up again what is hidden what is revealed anyway what maybe we should touch it penumbra why don't you go touch it oh so doing crimes okay. is not okay but touching it is a great idea touching a wall is fine we're just seeing what's going on what crimes are you going to do without touching going inside anyway that's a good point 
Let's touch it. I don't think. No, no. Why would you guys listen to me? I did stop the last semester exam. Come on. You have to give me some credit. I think I can figure out what this is. Do I have a book that I can refer to, uh, which has some idea, that gives me some information, or what to do to get it out of my bag? Oh, yeah. yeah this, would, this is you the book your that Gestalt won't let me. Gestalt won't let me borrow this book anymore after the last time I used it to disguise myself to, you know, check out all the locker rooms. I wanted to investigate. It was for science. It's for science. Mm, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you pull out your spell book and a couple other primers that you have with you and you begin kind of pouring over those. Go ahead and make a either investigation or arcana check, whichever one is higher for you. I have 15. A 15, all right. You start looking through your books and again, there isn't like a specific identifiable spell or whatnot that, that tells you exactly what's going on here. However, you do begin to read about, and you know generally the fact that in Alson, the planes of existence tend to shift. Um, however, whenever they've shifted, they've always shifted back. There's never been a moment where it stayed permanent uh, or held for too long. It's almost been like blink if you miss it type things. So you start reading a little bit uh, about interplanar magic. And the best you can tell with what you've seen and what you find in your book is that there is some sort of spatial shift that has happened that has held and for whatever reason, it's not going back to normal. So, if we go ahead and touch it, according to what I've read, it may never come back. So you're really saying know. we should touch it? No, I mean, what? Nova, come on. I just, <sighs> just trying to find out what's going on. Penumbra, go touch it. Okay. Penumbra, remember what we practiced. Hang on, let me let me just. I okay, want to see wait, if I, wait. I, I. I'm gonna make like a charisma a, check. Hang on. Can, no, can I go I and touch it. Can I put a protection spell on Penumbra? Uh, yeah. Do you have any specific spell in mind, or anything from your sheet? You would have to help me out here. Yeah, that's fine. How about this? Um, I'll say that you can touch Penumbra and cast Mage Armor in this. Okay. Oh, Oh, never mind. Sorry. I, oh, go ahead. After after Penumbra gets hurt, I have some songs that can help. Go <laughs> ahead, touch it. I'll sing you my song. If it's hurt. I can try and help if needs be. Uh, so Penumbra, what's your current AC? Uh huh. My AC is uh, a mighty ten. Okay. Uh, so we will. Do you have any Dex bonus? Uh, no, no Dex bonus. Okay, so it'll go up to a thirteen. Oh no. Okay. While you have Mage Armor on. So that's the next right. eight hours. Okay, I am good to go and touch this magical walls. I think okay. Nova isn't showing it, but she does just get slightly closer so that if something does go wrong, she could fly in. She just sort of very slowly just makes her way a little bit closer and follows okay. her. Okay. Eris pull, pulls out their bagpipes, just ready to play some <laughs> healing music. So, some healing music that doesn't sound healing. Some healing bagpipe music. Excellent. Um, just ready. <laughs> All right. So as you go towards the wall, uh, Penumbra, you find a section of the wall that is, you find the, like the line where it's glitched. 
On the one side, it looks to be fairly normal stone. On the other side, you see stone, but it looks almost like frosted over, like like it's just had a very cold snowfall. If I touch, I it, is touch. It, is it cold? The, the, the side that looks cold. The side that looks cold? You touch it, and it does feel cold. And then you feel cold. And you turn, and you see all your friends, but it's as if looking through like a frosted pane. They, they seem slightly out of focus, slightly distant. And you hear the sound, uh, if, if you touch the ground with your feet, you hear the sound of your feet crunching on snowfall. And you can hear their voices, but it's it's that muffled, distant sound as if they're they're through a pain. Penumbra, okay. Uh, the rest of you see Penumbra touch it and then turn towards you. And she's already blue. <laughs> <laughs> but, there's, but there's a little bit of a blue tint even to that, like to the hair and the clothing um, and a little bit of a, of a haziness to her. I didn't and... think she could get bluer. Can, can she hear us? Can she speak? Hello? Can I hear them? No oh yeah, it's muffled, isn't it? It's muffled, but you can hear them, but it's 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 very muffled. If I Can I stop touching the wall and touch the other side of the crack? Touch the other side of the crack and nothing seems to really change. Okay. So I'm going to try turn around and be like, I think the planes seem to have fractured. Can you hear me? Can we hear? You all hear. Why are you speaking funny? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'm going I... over. I, I'll I'll fly over and just I won't touch anything, but I'll stand next to Penumbra. Okay. Yeah, it's a super weird phenomenon where you stand next to her and. It, again, it's the same sort of like haziness and everything, even though there's no like glass pane between you or anything. If I step forwards towards her, mm -hmm. does it still look that way or do I? Yeah. How does it? How does it, it does. It's as if it goes with you. And ev everywhere you look, you see snowfall, but then you see them standing there like hazy, but they're, you know, they're not covered in snow or anything. I'm going to reach yes. out and touch Penumbra. Mm. <laughs> Your hand goes through her. Oh! Ah! Ah! <laughs> so, oh, oh, this is great. I start I'm flying through. <laughs> can, you walk, <laughs> can you walk through walls? Because I have some things I need done. I, I Are don't... you serious, serious? Come on. This part, it, do, how much time do we have? I don't think we have a lot of time. We if should I take advantage of it while we have it. If I touch oh. myself, do, do my pans pass through me or am I solid to myself? You are solid to yourself. Oh. Penumbra, touch my hand. Penumbra, can, can you walk through through things? This is important. I'm going to turn around and like, try and walk through the wall. Yeah, you begin to walk towards the wall. and Yes! Oh. 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 <laughs> no, Never that's, mind. That's still solid. Um, okay. Well, there's this still possibilities. Really can I tell? Can I tell if Penumbra is sick or going to oh. vanish or 
Make a make a general arcana check. We have a thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. With a thirteen, I mean, (coughs) excuse me, you're kind of putting two and two together a little bit, and able to. I mean, obviously, you you feel like the planes have fractured at some point. It doesn't seem. I mean, Penumbra seems to be there, is interacting with you, is talking to you, but can't be touched. It almost seems as if like Penumbra has jumped planes, but whether. Uh, or whatnot, you're not sure. But it seems as if she's stepped over to a different plane. All right, Penumbra, I have a lot of uh, excused absence slips I'd like you to go pick up while you're still invisible. <laughs> because it sounds like you could pick things up and then they would try to catch you and they wouldn't get you, so. But you could see me. I'm not invisible. I'm just intangible. <laughs> we would need to be quick, probably. <laughs> Maybe someone else should touch the wall that Penumbra touched. Okay, yeah, let's all touch it and I'll be invisible and then we can all get more hall passes. But I I don't know. It's quite lonely here. Yeah. Um, oh no. I, I'd quite like to see you. But I want to go see if this is a bit cold and I don't really want to be cold. So can I like, try and find a different fracture bit? Okay. <laughs> the best one. Okay. Oh, you walk God. down the wall a little ways and you find <laughs> another spot where there's there's another glitch. And on the one side it seems fairly normal. And on the other side, there's kind of like a greenish hue to things. Oh, green. Interesting. Add. <laughs> right. You hit it? Yeah. Uh nothing seems to happen to you, but the rest of you watching um watch Nova's form all of a sudden take on like a little bit of a green tint. And it gets very, um, I guess the, the best way to describe it would be very, very humid for you, Nova. Oh, no, my hair. <laughs> well, this seems fine. Can I go back over to the others and try and touch Penumbra again? Can we try to go through. Uh, can we try to see if we can go through? Yeah, your hands go through, Nova. Yes, Nova and Penumbra's hands go this through. This is fun. This is great. Penumbra, Penumbra, fly at me. <laughs> Just fly directly towards her. This is yeah, I'll, excellent. I'll, I'll fly at Nova. I really want to have you both crash in this moment, but that's that's not the rule of the world. So no, you all just kind of fly right through each other. That's very cool. All right. So we all find different cracks to touch. And then I have several things I've been meaning to get done as soon as I could get this. If we're all differently fractured, we can't collaborate together maybe we should try and stay at least somewhat in the same realms well maybe we can because we could all do different things in different places that would be fun what does the world look like to you nova does anything look different very warm does my hair look okay it looks a little frizzy stop it (laughs) a number you did it a little bit of standing up just saying how it is Uh, Gestalt, as you're looking around uh, in this moment, you see, you're kind of being observant, and you see movement. It's not on the outer wall. It seems to be deeper in the city, but you see almost like some of those towers that were a little bit off, like, and then like some of them go back to the way they were. Some of them reform into what they originally looked like, and some take on new disformities. It's just kind of happening more towards the center of the city. that you both have just turned into translucent fairies. 
I might as well just go and touch this. I I don't know. Let's see what happens. Do I go into another realm? I mean ah, which uh which color are you thinking of touching? Are you going into the green or the blue or are you looking for something new? I'm looking for what looks the most different. Okay. Something that just catches my eye. Yeah, you kind of walk around a little bit and um, nothing seems different on the outside, but as you peer through the through the gate, you see various different looks and shades inside the city. Some of them seem um, out of focus. Some of them seem golden. Um, there's one that all of this, like there's a portion of a of a building that almost looks to be underwater, like just a section of it. There's there's lots of different options inside the city. Hey guys, I'm just gonna do what I have to do the city that's underwater and I really need to go check that out so I'm gonna go and you can keep bumping into each other and I'll figure it out come back and make this all okay alright? That sounds very dangerous. That's what am I the last one getting into trouble? What is going on today? What's well, so presumably we can't really hear what anybody's saying at this point. <laughs> we're all in different <laughs> you know it's just it's just <laughs> all right so gestalt what are you doing i'm walking towards the water i know it looks dangerous but i also feel that this is the best thing to do right now so i go ahead and i i touch that thing you touch the water one yeah okay and that is what rationality will get you Okay. You touch the water one and your hand, you feel water. And you have time for one deep breath before all of a sudden you find yourself floating. Okay. Completely submerged. Okay. Um... Can you guys hear me? You go to speak and you're, you're letting air out. You're completely underwater. Can we look can I look at the crack between like where I touched and what was normal before? Mm-hmm. Is there anything there that like in particular, is it like a fissure or is it just like a sharp line? It looks like a sharp line, which is really more odd than anything else you would have expected. Oh, no. Oh. Eris, what are you doing? I, I was going to go do something different, but now that I, I can see Gestalt in trouble... Uh, so I think I'm going to touch that one and then try to, is there any way to like make a, a, a air bubble or something? Or are we just both in trouble? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. How, do in... you wanna, how do you want to try and uh, make an air bubble? Uh, I Well, no, Eris just goes in first, not with a full plan, but we're going to okay. improvise as we get in there. Uh, what do I have? I can't mock it. As, as you're walking towards the water, towards that section where you see guests all floating, Gestalt's form starts to fade. And then it glitches and everything around glitches and buildings start to shift. And there's a glitch and another one. And all of a sudden Nova uh, and Penumbra, you both find yourself in the cold area. Nova, you actually shift over to to the cold area and now penumbra is there with no you know filter you can hear her just fine 
I reach out and touch her. Is it like is she solid. solid again? Yep, she's solid. Okay. Again. Hello, it's cold but, here. Yes, but but you're here now. So it's yes. you watch as the glitches happen, and then all of a sudden it glitches and Gestalt is gone. Oh. <laughs> and Shreya has to catch a plane. So thank you very, very much for joining oh. us. <laughs> and for lending your, your voice to this story. It was so wonderful getting to play D&D with you for the first time. Just oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope you make it without me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. We uh, try. All right. I'm not so. stressed. You're stressed. <laughs> You're stressed. Well, I'm gonna try to approach this with my newly polished back handspring because I'm acrobatic, and so I'm gonna try to launch myself uh, into the same one that Penumbra and Nova are in. At least we could be in the same place. Okay. And you... I will look great doing it. Yeah, go and make an acrobatics check for me. All right. What do I have there? Ooh, plus three. Yay! Finally, good at something. And that's a d20. Uh, yes, D20. All right, I rolled a 17 plus three is a 20. All right, a dirty 20. Awesome. Um, the backhand spring is gorgeous. It is live and acrobatic. And you, poof, 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 and then place just, just a finger on the wall where they were and poof, find yourself transported over to late to the party. Their realm. Hi. Where's the, where's the gnome gone? Um, oh uh, no. I don't think Gestalt made it. Okay, this is, this is a bit scarier now. I don't like it anymore, actually. It's not fun. Can we, can we try and work out what's going on, please? I think that's what Gestalt would do, so maybe. It, yeah. it looks yeah, like it's getting more intense and the fractures are more concentrated in the centre, so maybe that's where something's happening. That makes sense. Yeah. If I was Gestalt, I would approach this very rationally and not for profit. Um, <laughs> so I would, I would notice, I would observe. Gestalt loves observing. Okay. There were different colors and seeming places that are coming into little cracks into our existence, but that's exactly where I land. Right. It, should we all just do some observing? Yes. We'll let's sort of let's look for clues. Let's perceive what's the. Like <laughs> let's have everybody roll a perception check to do some observing. Ooh, I am Data collection, person. everyone. Yay. Yes. <laughs> a six. Oh, I have 11. Uh, I have a three. <laughs> no. Oh, Penumbra. <laughs> I'm okay. looking straight at a wall. <laughs> Before I describe what you see or probably don't see, Let's step outside of character just a minute to talk about, like, if you were to, like, come across some sort of new phenomenon, um, something that that wasn't documented before or whatnot, and, and I'm thinking, you know, specifically of, like, natural occurrences, uh, not necessarily a new species or something. Like, what would be your process in, in beginning to, you know, analyze this? How would you be observing? Yeah, talk me through it. Uh, I think there's, like, very, very broadly speaking, there's usually, like, and I kind of hinted at this in our last like kind of side uh, side note of like 
I, I usually think of like Darwin versus Einstein in terms of observation of like Einstein had these ideas and then tested them. Yeah. But you could also be like Darwin and go around and observe things, gather, gather knowledge and then form a theory. So I feel like in this situation, we are gathering gathering our finches and then developing yeah. from there inductively. Uh, although uh, maybe maybe someone, maybe Nova has grand theories that they impose already on things. I think that's very likely with Nova. Sounds very um, Nova. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing is that it's you basically have to, with a new phenomenon, have to take observations of everything. It's like something that you get drilled into when you're doing lab work is like, you know, note down things, every single thing that happens, even if you don't necessarily think it's relevant, you may see a pattern afterwards. So if you come across something new and you you start collecting data as soon as possible, you also collect data on the surroundings, the weather, the timings of these events. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually you can sort of fit. Uh, it's, it's almost like a machine learning kind of process, really. You put enough data into the brain and you eventually fit to find some kind of model that works. It's almost as if machine learning was based on yeah. <laughs> how we do this I think the thing that's really fascinating to me as someone who has not really ever done scientific research or whatnot is this idea that like you're trying to be as objective as possible. And yet the way I see it as humans, it it seems like it would be nigh impossible to not bring some of your own worldview, preconceived ideas to things. So no matter how observant you're trying to be, observational, that's still being colored to some degree by either your worldview or previous data or previous experiences. How do you, how do you manage that and, and take that into account? I want to give uh, Emily a turn, but I, I have definitely have thoughts on that. Hey, you go ahead, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Sure, sure. Uh, because I study humans, this comes up even, even more because, uh, and we talk about like naming our positionality. So I, if I'm going into a study, like I'm researching STEM grad students, I need to be really careful about naming my positionality. And that's not to say like, I, it's going to be better to have an insider perspective versus not. I used to be a grad, a STEM grad student. So I have a little bit of an insider, but I also have an outsider perspective, not being one anymore. Um, and it's not so much to say like, you are the right person or not to do this study, but to say what is gained and what is lost based on your lens that you bring to it. So me naming that I'm white, I am non-binary, I'm queer, that helps inform the perspective that I'm taking. And I buy into some of the philosophy that says that like the more different perspectives that we get on this thing, especially a human thing that is so difficult to (laughs) nail down because uh, like Simon was bringing up, these things are so contextual, they're so time dependent, they're culture dependent. Um, The more of these partial perspectives we get, uh, and and maybe we're not even taking a photo of the same thing, who knows, uh, that that helps us at least name those things and be intentional about how we're doing it. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it comes up all the time with like unconscious biases. And it's one of the big things when looking at AI even, because at some point AI is programmed, but it's programmed by humans who do have these unconscious biases. And it's one of the big things that they're trying to sort out at the moment is how you can remove that from Mm. machine learning and things like that. So uh, Uh yeah, yeah. I like the positionality thing Nicole was saying. That was really, that's good. I love that. And it's funny because as, as I've watched nature check and seen them delve into science stuff. And as you all are talking here, I'm, I'm starting to realize also just the, um, the intersectionality of scientific principles with all walks of life, like in documentary filmmaking, which is a lot of what I do. 
we talk about a lot of these same things, like how am I approaching this subject? You know, if I'm doing a documentary about equity work um, within companies or organizations, like how do I, as a straight white male who has a Christian background, like how does that color my perspective um, as I'm coming to this and, and then finding multiple voices to be a part of a project in order to make sure that that project is well-rounded. Um, I think that what I love about what I'm learning uh, about scientific research and everything is that it is not, uh, <laughs> it's not exclusively useful only in these purposes. It's useful for everyday life and every walk of life. So that's super cool. Now let's see it's if it'll be useful in the arcane. <laughs> I mean, science is not perfect in this sense either. Like they, they do not know how to fix it all the time. Like right. we're just doing the best they can, but there are a lot of issues in science around, you know, bias and things like that. So yeah, there's a lot to be done. Sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. So jumping back into character here, you all are walking through the streets of Excessa <laughs> and you are, excuse me, you are taking stock of everything around you. It is quite overwhelming. And with, I believe it was three, five, and eleven, um, it is it is very um, it's very overwhelming. And there are places that you frequent in the city that you see, like your favorite, you know, noodle shop that is now like covered in ivy and weird vines and kind of almost these alien-looking um, growths. You look over and see a little bookstore that you used to frequent that is submerged underwater and you see all the books kind of floating and unfortunately getting water damage um, on the inside. Uh, it is is very disconcerting. The one thing you do notice, um, even those with you of you with low rolls, is that as you get deeper into the city, you start to see other people. But the people are not taking notice of you at the moment. Go ahead and roll an insight check, if you would, everyone. Crap, nine. Nine? Okay. Seven. Seven? Twelve. Okay. A yeah, 12. we're doing great. Hey, it's level two. It's level two. The DCs are, are skewed lower. So the 12 picks up on this first. Much like you saw the flags that were waving in the wind at different speeds, as you start to watch you notice that the people seem to be moving at different speeds as well. That some people, you thought they were just sitting still, but you can see very slowly a a cup being raised to lips and then slowly being drunk. On the other side, you see someone's hands moving kind of impossibly fast as they wrap a package of meats for a patron. And (sighs) most of the people here don't, in fact, all of them that you see don't seem to be noticing that they are part of some sort of extra planar phenomenon. This is really weird. People are never my specialty at the best of times, but even this doesn't look right to me. And I I love people. It's like the one thing I'm good at. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Maybe maybe I'll go try to ask ask someone what's going on. They don't seem concerned. You, You do that. We'll stay here. Okay okay you want to go talk to someone yeah i'm gonna go try to try to talk to someone to be like what is going on do you want to go to one of the slow sides or one of the fast sides uh i'm gonna go to one of the slow sides because i fast sides just seems like it's okay i'm gonna catch up with them okay 
you head over to what is essentially a, a little coffee shop, um, a tea shop, tea and coffee, and um, got to include the tea drinkers in there. That's that's you know, that's part of healing the world. Um, you sit down across from them at the table and try to get their attention, and very slowly like the eyes come up and meet yours and incredibly slowly there's a oh my god i should have gone to the fast side (laughs) (laughs) and then you just hear uh... oh Oh my god what can I do for you. 25 minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go against all of my training as someone who interviews people and try to ask close-ended one word. Right. Undo all of my research training. Yep. Um. Uh, where are we? You speak too fast. Oh my god, Eris, this is taking too long. Can you repeat? Heat. Okay, let's try something different. This is I'm not, go, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do slow motion 20 questions. <laughs> All right, where where is my missiles that I had? <laughs> what if you wrote it down on a piece of paper? Oh, that's a great it's idea. Answer slowly. Yeah, we, we can, we can field multiple questions at once. We could write it down on several <laughs> pieces of paper, and then in the Ooh. time that it takes them to write an answer, we can come back and read it. If we ask oh, like we five go questions talk to the once. quick people. We're going to be speaking too slowly for them. They'll deal with it. <laughs> like we just uh, dealt with it. I love I, I love that Nova is like, they will adjust to us. And Penumbra is like, here's how we will adjust to these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's in character. I love it. Uh, Nova's going to go over to the people that are moving quickly. Okay. You flitter over there and they're... Working real fast. She's going to try and talk as quickly as she possibly can. Go, okay. Hello, what's going on? And someone turns to you and just goes, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> bit slower. <laughs> okay, the pen and paper idea was a good idea. I'm pretty sure Penumbra's are going to have this on her at all times. So. Yep. Right. What? What? Let's let's split it into five pieces of paper. What are the questions we want to ask? We just want to know what's going on. But like, that's a really open-ended question. We've got to be specific in what we that's want to know. That's why we should go to the fast-talking people. They'll write it really quickly. Okay, okay. fine. It's, it's, it's like right. I'll copy. I'll copy what Eris's first question was and just put where are we on a piece where of paper? Where are we? Okay. And then like, but it's almost like you're in a bar, like doing subterfuge. You're going to slide it across. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. and then put the pen, the quill next to it. <laughs> so you slide across, a hand comes out impossibly quick and grabs it and slides it back to you. And on it is written uh, the capital city of Excessa. 
We did know that, to be fair, though. Even I knew that. What, what happened last night? I don't know. Yeah, I think if we ask a random friend. person, did anything interesting happen last night? It could be a misinterpreted. <laughs> it, they don't seem worried. Like they, they don't. Yeah, I, I wonder if they would even understand that something wrong is happening. Does that maybe we could try? Does anything look strange to you? Yeah. Put that yeah. on a piece of paper. Slide it it across. They may not have information. For okay. Us, yeah. Who who's sliding it across? Which of the three of you? Uh, I'll slide it across. Okay, you slide it across. Person looks at you, grabs it, back to you. Uh, it says, never seen a blue fairy before. Ooh. <sighs> Get that Ouch. Another always. Yeah, that was kind of mean. Do you want me to? I don't think we can no, touch no, them. No, no, it's okay. I, 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 I am very unusual looking. It's. I've come to accept that now. No, it's but fine. they shouldn't say that out loud. I can say it because I'm your friend. You're my friend. Okay. Well, we know each other, so you just never said it out loud before. <laughs> oh no. Number our friend, uh, our, our other acquaintance has gone missing, so maybe we shouldn't be having this conversation. Yes, right sorry. Now. Yes. So they don't seem to notice anything strange other than me. Yeah, maybe we should look around for gestalts and see if we could find them. Maybe I'm they ended up here eventually. Up. Great. She does that. And like, look okay. across everything. <laughs> make a, uh, yeah, make a perception check with advantage because you're you're flying high and looking down upon things. Morally and now physically. Yes. 17. <laughs> 17, all right. Uh, you buzz your way up uh, to get a good look at the city. You still see, <laughs> excuse me, glitches happening around, but they definitely seem to be happening more consistently in the center. Um, and... As you're looking around, you see people kind of in various pockets that are moving slowly, moving fast. No one seems to be in the normal areas um, other than your friends. That's weird. Except for one figure that you see kind of deep in the center of the city that you see kind of like sitting down, like cross-legged in the middle of the street and doing something and then getting up and kind of looking back and forth and walking and picking something else up and sitting down with it and not sure what they're doing. I'll fly back down. Right, so everything's weirder in the center, but there's this one person who seems to be going at normal speed like we are, so maybe we should go find them and see what they're doing. Good idea. Right, this way. Then we can... <laughs> okay. You make your way through the city. <laughs> and before long, you see, you all come around a corner and see maybe about 60 feet ahead of you, a halfling figure that has like pulled random things out into the street and has like books that are piled up and yes. like has actually like pulled like a little table out um, and is doing stuff on it and kind of like keeps like rushing over to different areas and like whether or not they're in like another plane or not kind of reaching through and grabbing like what they need and like coming back from the distance. You can't really get a description of this person. Can't tell, you know, man woman um you know age or anything except that there's like this shock of white hair um underneath a little hat finally someone who understands that this is a great time for disrupting the capitalism that has held us prisoner i'm gonna go help them reappropriate things um okay i'll stand back while uh, Eris goes over. This looks like a people person. Eris is already starting to grab things that they've been wanting as they walk over. 
(laughs) assuming that we're shopping got a little basket yeah fyi much easier to do on the slow side uh the the fast side you get your hand slapped a couple times uh, (laughs) by people much quicker than you uh in this space well, rude. <laughs> uh, as you get closer, you can hear uh, a voice just kind of talking to themselves. All right, we're okay. Okay, we're gonna need that one. And um, okay, that was in that was in the second compendium. Let's look at that again. Uh, damn it! I need better components if I'm gonna get this to work. Oh, this makes me mischievous. Hello, what are you but doing? They, they don't seem to notice that you're coming up on them. He is is now like, well, how many years it's been playing D&D has told me to surprise attack, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Years of improvising makes me just want to do the wrong thing. Like (laughs) running in with a club. Just like, I got him! (laughs) What? I was going to talk to him! (laughs) Nova, you you were talking out to him? Yes. Hello, what are you doing? What's going on? The figure whips around and like Couple drops a couple things, and now you see um, <clears throat> a halfling with a very kind of young, round face, which is surprising considering the the white hair. Um, he's got like a pair of spectacles on the edge of his nose that are a little tilted at the moment. Um, he's wearing uh, kind of like a big black brownish coat that has all these pockets on it, and you see this belt with little pockets and things underneath it. Um, just seems to be like decked out in little doodads every which way. And he's holding uh, a couple books and a couple vials and and little mechanical device that's spinning of some sort. He's like, oh, what? Hello. I'm not the only one. (laughs) Yes, what's going on? We're very confused. Ah, that's a wonderful question and one that I don't have an answer to quite yet. But it's good to know. This is interesting data that you would not be in one of the trap things either. Sorry, what? Trap things? Well, see, yeah, the people over there, they're, like, super slow, and, like, some of them are cold, some of them are hot, doesn't seem to correlate the speed to the, the plane, which is very interesting. The people over there are really fast, and uh, I saw someone underwater for a minute. Um, that's very You're quite fast, too, actually. The start. That the principle that the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts? Yes, and our friend. But, yes. You're friends with a principle? Yeah, I'm friends with the principal of the university. Yes, uh, Penumbra is indeed friends with the principal. Oh. And Daddy's friends with the principal of the university. Are you? Are you all students? Yes. Yes, we're all students here. Oh, Depends. that's very. That's very nice. Um. Uh. Yeah. Go get a. Go get a crumpet or something. Enjoy. I have to work to no, do. No. Can we help? Well, I don't really. Oh, God. We, we'd actually quite uh, like to work out what's going on and maybe get it back to oh. normal certainly here hold this and he starts like handing you books and like things to hold on to i don't really do uh, books eris starts them. dropping the ones that they <laughs> okay, okay that's not no that's not helpful that's no can we do no. something other than hold books oh wait don't i have a fiery thing <laughs> i feel like i want to start threatening his books <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i have a fairy fire Fairy fire is not fire per se. It's more. I don't a, understand. <laughs> it's more of. A, I like. I like. Eris do not understand my spells. Fairy fire is a sparkle effect that mm. makes invisible things visible. Not threatening. Okay, where's my threatening ones? Unless you hate uh, glitter. Oh, maybe I'll just pretend like I could, and I'll be like, mm. "Tell us what's going on, or the book gets it." This works with gestalt all the time. Um, you can't just threaten people. 
that's really aggressive. You are really rude in telling us that we don't know anything and that we should just hold your things. Do you know anything? So many things. What do you know? Well, I learned a new sexual position the other day. Okay, so you don't know anything helpful for this particular We don't know what's going on. Maybe we do. But there's all sorts of different knowledges. And we need all of our different sorts of knowledges to solve the wicked problems of this world. I read that in one of Penumbra's really cool magazines that are about discovery. from behind like a stack of books. Do you have a working hypothesis? Um, So... The, 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 the working, uh, I like your, I like the way you talk. You know, he turns towards Penumbra and he's like, so the idea here is that obviously there was some sort of glitch, right? But why did it stop? Why didn't it go back to normal? That's the big question. And so my hypothesis is that there's some sort of time freeze. Time freeze, but some of them are going faster. That's why I haven't worked it all out yet. There's variables I don't quite understand. What could cause a time freeze, though? I don't know that either. That's why the books. Okay. Well, it seems like it's radiating from the center of the city. Is there something happening? Could something have happened in the center of the city to cause this? Oh, no, 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 no. There's no need to go to the center of the city. Nothing happened there. Um, that makes me think mm. something did happen Definitely there. going there. Um, and I'm stopping so by the joke right, right now. Me too. <laughs> I okay, love. enjoy getting sucked into the abyssal plane of fire and yeah, I love dealing fire. with with fire krakens. Well, I don't, I don't that'll agree. eat you and then burn oh, you. I'll be fine. Can I roll? Can I? Is he telling the truth? <laughs> Go ahead and roll an insight check. Uh, <laughs> I get a nineteen. Yeah. Oh dang! Uh, he is bullshitting you in the moment. Uh, he is. The, the whole, like, don't go to the center of the city was very, <laughs> very suspicious. And now, like, fire krakens aren't a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was raised in the infernal zones. I know that's not a real thing. And you never my saw mom, a fire my mom, before? My mom used that fire kraken threat on me all the time. They're not real. Anyway, I'm going to stop by the joke shop on my way to the center of the city. Got some jokes I need to buy. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying this, Eris, but I don't think we have time to steal things. Mm. Okay. I, what, After. Do you have something to do with this? What's your name, by the way? Oh, um, my name is... He kind of like looks around and then like his <laughs> eyes lock on something. And he's like, uh, my name is Bartholomew uh, uh, Forrest. Are you reading that author off of that book? Bartholomew Forrest. It, it says Bartholomew Forrest on the book, spying. Yeah. Oh, wow, you wrote it. That's cool. Oh, I did. Are that you was an author. author. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, tell me about uh, why you decided that uh, there would be no table of contents. Ah, because, there are no pictures. Because there's no, because it's a book to be read start to finish with no breaks. Oh, I'm sorry that you're dead. What? what? The author of this book is dead. You don't know that? Hmm. No, he was going to try and poke him in the forehead to see if he's real. <laughs> it pokes, and he's like, "Ow!" All right, that's that's enough. What's your What's your real name? All right, my name is Hokey Muckreb, and I I may or may not have uh, uh, arrived yesterday, and I may or may not have uh, tried a little experiment um, at one of the university labs that wasn't being used. And I may or may not have um, had something kind of blow up in my face. <laughs> it wasn't our fault. 
What were you doing? Oh, that's really, really difficult to explain. Um, it's very technical. Um, Trace, Trace no, I'm going to pull out her battle axe and just like hold it. <laughs> well, my just, like, always, he like my pokes it back. Always... It's like, that's a very tiny battle axe. <laughs> it can still uh, hurt you. It hurts oh, so I'm much. sure. Don't do that. Um, She's chopped so, off my ear. Ow. Um, so there was this this like theory I had around um, how to use the time stop spell to um, basically when when a plane shift happens, I wanted to see if I could gather a portion of it and and keep it here. And I may have underestimated the power of the spell and um, kept it here around the city. Right. And how do we stop it from doing this now? That's a my friend might be really driving. good question. Great. Do you have the answer to it? No, because it should have stopped by now. That is uh, what uh, most of the professors say when they don't actually have the answer to the question. They say, that's a very good question. I, I don't have are... the answer to yeah. the question. I, I, it, the spell should have warned, even if, even if the, the time stop was holding the whole city, um, in it, the the spell should have worn off by now, and it hasn't. Could you have well, done? Where's something? this lab then? It's in in the university in the middle. Come on then, we should all go, including you. Oh no 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 no! I'm fine here. I'm gonna. I got my books. I got my my uh, stuff. I I'm gonna figure it out right here. He's he's a Ooh. halfling, right? He is. Yep. Can Nova and I just pick him up and fly him there? <laughs> Whoop. Hmm. You're both smaller than him, but there are two I'm, of you. I'm the one that's the acrobat. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this. The ant manning and the wasping. Sit. I at least want to sit back and see if it happens. Yeah, also, ant man and the wasp. I do love an ant man and the wasp uh, situation. So if I this leaves you ahead. behind, you just see us go <laughs> up into the sky, and then you're like, oh, um, right. Okay. You're like you're hawking right. by comparison. You've just got to like traipse along the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and have the both of you roll athletics checks oh. to right, see if you can pick him up and keep flying with I'll him. I'll be your backup. Go for it. Live I your dreams, fairy. Twenty-one. Hmm. Uh, I got an eleven. Okay, that uh. averages out pretty good. Um, you grab him by the coat <laughs> and lift, and Circles. all of a sudden his feet come up, and you're not able to get him super high, like maybe three feet <laughs> off the ground. Um, sure, yeah. But yeah, you begin to, he's like, oh, hold on, hold on, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, I don't like heights. Well, you're not very <laughs> high up. This is how tall most people are. This is yes. height for me. Think how we feel. Well, you it's can a normally normal fly. height to be. I'm not going to get into this discussion. My, my experiences are valid. This is terrifying. That's a good point. Right, well, you don't have much say in the matter, so I think um, let's go to the university. Penumbra. Oh, like Penumbra. <laughs> okay. like when multiple realities are at stake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You begin dragging him to... <laughs> his feet are dragging. <laughs> like every once in a while, his toes... Like, so run yeah. really quickly on the floor suddenly. <laughs> uh, Eris is going to not help at all because this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, and eventually you bring <laughs> him to the front entrance of the esteemed University of Excessa. 
again. Like the whole area here seems to be caught up in one of these slow pockets. Um, you see students and professors and uh, grounds crew and all sorts of people going about their day as if nothing had happened, but going about it at 10% speed uh, very slowly. And Hoki is just like, yeah, that's how it was when I left them. Um, honestly, quite convenient. I can get in and out anywhere I want in the moment. Don't say that around Eris, please. I've <laughs> got to try and stay on mission here. <laughs> just like a short detour would be so well, I'm just saying, if there's anything you wanted from like, you know, the supply stores or anything, like now's the time. If you wanted to like, ch- you know, change your test scores or um, universities are a joke. So I don't care what you do in here. That's what I always say. Universities aren't a joke. Don't break uh, Penumbra's reality. Then why are they so (laughs) funny? (laughs) We're going to get this university back. I would stamp, she would stamp her foot, but like (laughs) she's airborne. It's like, I'll just stamp on him instead. We're going to get (laughs) this university back to normal. So that we can get back and students can take their finals and not have extra time. Wait, wow. why are we? T- <laughs> I don't know if I'm on our side anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hang on. This doesn't seem right. <laughs> Should we take a small break, finish our exams, and then finish the mission? Oh, Gestalt. No, Gestalt's in trouble. Let's go. I can fail this year That's again. Okay. I'd rather they didn't drown. I'd rather not. <laughs> Education is at stake. That's not the reason, Penumbra. Gestalt. Okay, Gestalt, I guess, as well. But we've got to get the university back. This is like, you know, whilst flying. While while flying, (laughs) yes, yes. (laughs) You begin to make your way through the grounds and past the dormitories and some of the different classroom halls and whatnot. Uh, You make your way past the Grand Library and eventually come to the portion uh, that is the tower that houses all of the research labs. The disconcerting thing when you arrive at this point is the amount of black kind of icky ooze that has covered the doorway, the main, the main entrance. And as you kind of stop and place Hokey down for a quick sec, he goes, oh, that wasn't there before. Mm, that's gross. <sighs> I love gross things, and that is indeed gross. Do you want to touch it? I touched the last thing. You can touch it this time, Eris. I'd rather not, actually. Uh, I'll, I, I'd like, I'll touch it, because maybe I could use it for something later. Maybe, may, wait, hang on. Um, I have a javelin. Oh, <laughs> tiny, tiny little really? fairy javelin. Oh, yeah. A little Are too you, big. Did, did you mean a cocktail stick? <laughs> it's bigger than a cocktail stick. Um, <laughs> like a... And can I poke it with the, with the javelin? I'd rather no one got hurt uh-huh. again. Uh, so you go out and poke it. Are you just probing it or are you trying to spear it at all? Just probing it. not Just like probing it a little bit. So you probe it and some of the, the ooze kind of out and like wraps itself slowly around the javelin and begins uh, to slowly pull it in towards itself. Do you want to hang oh, on? I just, oh, okay. okay. Good thing. You let go and it just uh, until the javelin's gone. I was going to touch that. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. I've got another four javelins, so we're fine. And is there another way in besides that door? 
Uh, there are, there are windows, there is uh, an underground, well, not an underground, an overground entrance if you go up another tower and across one of those, those thin bridges. Ah, uh, yes, I am very familiar with the window entrances. <laughs> uh, make, a quick, make a quick perception check for me. Everyone is uh, up. Eight. An eight? God, I'm rolling like absolutely. Oh, I did well. Uh, 18. An 18, okay. Uh, I've got eight. An eight. Okay. Uh, so Nova, as you kind of flit up and, and look around and whatnot, the main entrance is the only one that seems to be completely blocked. However, you see, as you kind of stop and look, you see across the windows and across the door up top at the gate uh, or where the bridge is, like where the open windows are, every once in a while you see a little bit of this black ooze crawl its way across from the inside uh-huh. and then disappear. So it doesn't seem to be like... Completely blocking, but it doesn't seem to be absent from the presence either. Uh, there's more of that black stuff inside, so we'll have to be careful if we do go in. Maybe we should go in first because we're smaller, just to have a look. Sure. Or I could just go Eris in on my own if you, first, if you want. Because they're sneakier. Eris, do you oh, want to fine, go in first? Go. I don't mind going in first. I'm relatively nimble. You've got experience with this kind of thing. Why don't you do it? Yeah, good at sneaking. All right, I'll head in. Um, what am I looking, Hokey? What am I looking for? Um, well, it was your idea to come here to fix things, so I don't know. What are you looking well, for? Well, give me some hints about how you made this happen, so that oh, we can think right. about how to unmake it happen. Okay, so there was there was like a little container thing. Um, it's like a little ball about this big, made of metal. Um, and that's where I was going to capture the space. Um, and then, so that has kind of these prongs that go to it that hook up to this crystal that hooks up to another crystal that is actually uh, powering a large tube that uh, boils some of this chemical that is supposed to help aid the, the time stop. Um, it's all very complicated. It's very kind of elaborate. Sounds like you got a lot of rocks strung together. It does not sound that complicated. Be my guess then. Okay. How hard can it be to find some rocks? All right. What do I need to do? Do I need to like? Uh, uh, well, what do, do you? A... What do you? Are you trying to go through the window or? Yeah, I'm gonna go through the window. Okay. Go ahead and this. roll an acrobatics check for me. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. I rolled an eight plus three is 11. 11, okay. You kind of peek through the window and don't see anything. And so you kind of take a little bit of a leap and try to like clear through it without touching a whole lot. And just as you're kind of clearing the window, uh, you feel something sticky, grab your boot. Yeah. Okay. And oh, you try to yank this... away, and it just holds on. I think I'm going to let this boot go. You're just going to let the boot off? Yeah, and then get, get it. Yeah. Okay. You let the boot off, and you kind of hit the ground and turn and watch the boot get absorbed into this blackness. Oh. And then you look around, and the black is covering the walls up around. And you turn, and it's like there are pockets where it's not there, but this stuff is everywhere. Ooh, this might be better for people who can fly. <laughs> Do we see Eris? Uh, I guess I'm yelling down like, uh, on second thought, might be better for people who can fly. Oh, well, that's not me. I can't fly, so I guess I'll have to stay out here. 
No, I think we could probably do with a guide, actually. Um, <laughs> Just pick him up and try and throw him through <laughs> the window. Yeah. I'll catch him. Are you legit I'm trying to throw, throw him through the window? Thing. Yeah, I'll catch him. Okay. Uh, I'm open. <laughs> go ahead and roll an athletics check. Both, all of us. Should, I guess we the all should if I'm, if I'm going to catch or... Uh, I'll let you decide acrobatics or athletics, yes. Okay. Uh, that's the other a twen- two are a throwing a halfling. I rolled badly. That's a nine. From a me. nine? And what did you get, Simon? Synthetic 20. A synthet- oh, I've never heard it called a synthetic 20 before. I like that. Um, all right, so a 20 and a nine. That doesn't average out terribly well. Uh, so let's let Hokey He can add. take some damage. Let's let Hokey add to this. <laughs> Nope, not very much. Not for very much. For what it's worth, I could catch him really well. You could. Him. So what'd you get for your acrobatics check? I got a 16. Okay, okay. So kind of a similar story. He you, he gets thrown through the window. <laughs> My beloved NPC gets thrown through the window. Is this like window. a really important NPC in your world? This is like, this is like, like, this is one of my, my main NPCs. Okay, we'll try not to kill your no, NPC. No, 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 no. It's all on the table. His story is already complete. You all can kill him if you want. Um... <laughs> So he gets thrown through the window. A bit of his coat hits the sides and the black ooze grabs it. And you're able to grab him and start pulling, but now you're in a tug of war with the black ooze. Uh, and he's like, no, I can't lose my coat. I can't lose my coat. Uh, I'm going to fly Can through. I cast uh, magic missiles at the ooze? Yeah. Go ahead and roll damage on oh, that. Oh yeah, none of us have attacked it. Nice. <laughs> well, I feel like... Normally, if you encounter strange new life forms, it's possibly just because I've binge watched TNG recently. But like, you, no, your first instinct shouldn't be destroy. Destroy. <laughs> uh, so remind me for magic missiles. This is. Do I need to hit first? Uh, no, it auto hits. Auto hits. Uh, and so this is uh, one. I get four magic missiles, and they're one d four plus one each. Correct. I believe. So all right, first four d four plus four. So before, so hang on, that's three. Seven. Oh, wow. Uh, 11, 12. Uh, so 16 points of damage. Nice. That is enough to sever the connection. Um, and Hokey is able to retain his coat. Uh, he kind of tumbles forward and knocks into you, Eris. Save You're luckily coat. much bigger than him. Um, so he doesn't knock you over. Um, but yeah. Cool. I will fly in now and just stay yeah. flying. Yeah, easy enough for the two of you to just fly centered through the window. Um, you don't have to roll any checks against the Black Ooze, but as you get in here, you do see it just kind of covering everything, and it is slowly moving and shifting as if alive. Okay. Right, Hokey, yep. where do we go from here? Which direction? Well, I yeah, it was the, it was the back room, second floor. Um, so we're going to need to go up the staircase over there. This was not here before. Right, so could this be the problem? I don't know. Um, and then you guys all feel like a shift and everything glitches for a minute and then goes back to normal. And now the black ooze is gray. Like, oh. still there, but it's it was before a very oily, dark, inky black. And now it's kind of like a dull, putty gray color. Oh, no. Uh, it could be better. It doesn't have to be worse. Since since when are shifting monstrosities better? Turn off. Uh, do you think we should kill it? Could we? Sure. I hold up my battle axe. I don't. I don't. That does not inspire confidence in me whatsoever. Just because it's small doesn't mean it's not powerful. 
Well, of course, size matters not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? No, you're the one doing the judging. That's true. <laughs> okay, do, so we got to go up the stairs. Absolute, am I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go up the stairs. Okay. Um, after you. <laughs> sure. Can we open the door? Like, is the door covered in the use? Uh, so the doors in here, like the stairway that goes up, and it just leads to an archway. It's a very open space um, until you get to the second floor, and then there are doors for each laboratory room. Okay. Right. Okay. I keep flying no matter what. I don't want to okay. put my feet on the ground. Same. So you all make your way. The, the ooze kind of oozes down the corner of the wall onto the ground a little bit, but it seems to stop there. It doesn't like continue along the floor. So it gives you, and it's same up at the ceiling. It kind of like comes up to the top and extends up just a little bit, but doesn't like cover the entire ceiling. Um, so you have space to walk as you go along here. Um, you make your way up. Go ahead and make a perception check as you get to the top of the top of the the stairway. Oh um, no. D20. Roll as well as my D4 just, just then. Yeah! 19. 19. Oh, wow. Got a four. A four, okay. Uh, uh oh, I got a six. Okay. Penumbra. What you notice as you come up into the space is a long hallway with three doors on either side. And then the ooze in here is a little more oppressive. And it is actually up on the ceiling and it is like dripping in places. And almost creating, like the best analogy I can give is almost like a laser grid sort of thing where like there's space <laughs> to move, but like you got to avoid all the drips. It's on a, it's uh, on a repeating pattern. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's a little it's a little more random than that. But yes, there, there are spots that you can see. Um, and Hokey kind of points, goes, yeah, um, that's the, the, the middle door there on the left we got to get to. Uh, right. Um, one second, and he snaps his fingers, and he all of a sudden appears right by the door. Cool. How the rest of you getting over? How that was you do very that? good. Just whole time you could do that. Well, yeah, but I like to save it for like when I really need it. And you wanted to send us in first. We're we're literally children. I don't well, not children, but we're very young. Okay. When we want to be, we we identify as children. <laughs> you go here, so you have more ownership of this space than I do. I don't care if this place burns down or gets gooped. I don't really care if it gets burnt, burns down, to be honest. Burn no, it down. Why are you here then? If all of you want it to burn down too. Our friend is in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's right. The principal. Sure. Yeah. The principal probably is in trouble. Not the time to worry about the beating heart of the school. <laughs> You're going to miss tea with him next week. <laughs> oh, God. Flashbacks to my undergrad. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> can I try and... I have Firebolt as a cantrip. Okay. Can I try and just, just like a little... Cha yeah. Go ahead and roll an attack. So that is... Right. So, sorry. This is my first time playing Sorcerer. So is this sure. on... Uh, what's the modifier here? Um, so it's the same as your spell attack. So it's going to be your charisma plus your proficiency bonus. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that is a sixteen. Sixteen is enough. Uh, go ahead and roll damage on that. So uh, fireball is one d ten. Yeah. 
uh, like the gray cantrip. I get a three. Okay, so three points of damage. You burn away a spot up at the ceiling where it's been dripping, and like the very first obstacle of sorts um, kind of burns away and opens up a path for you. I think Nova just tries to fly through it the minute Penumbra does it. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of have to stop because there's more drips in front of you. But yeah, you kind of get through the first little space here. Great. Well, that's a yeah, start. Let's, let's go into the ooze cave. Oh, God. Uh, right. Um, I don't know. Does anybody else have anything offensive? I know. I was like, I can light our space and I can make fun of the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretty much just hit the ooze. Oh, I have thaumaturgy. What is thaumaturgy? Uh, that's going to be more like non harmful effects, like making your eyes go a different color or opening doors that aren't locked, things like that. Ah, okay. Uh, so I've cast two spells, and that was the cantrip. Hmm. Yeah, the cantrip doesn't require a spell slot, so... Yeah. I'm just trying to work out. Do I want to hold a spell slot? Because I've... Yeah. Actually, no, 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 because I've got two sorcerer points, so I can actually cast ah. four in total. Mm-hmm. So it worked last time. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use magic missiles again. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's more reliable damage than Witch Bolt, so... Yeah. Um, are you sending all four magic missiles towards one spot? Or are you splitting it up? You've got two more kind of oozy drips coming down before you get to the door that Hokey's at. Right, so I'll divide it with the two, two missiles per, per drip, basically. Okay, so go ahead and roll damage for the first two and then for the second two. Right, so the first two deal, uh, that's uh, five points of damage. Okay, you kind of blast away that spot. Um, some of the ooze with the force damage kind of goes splattering off in the direction away from you uh, and hits Hokey, and he's like, ah, watch what you're doing! Do you want us to reach you or not? I don't care! Whoa, Benumbra! So good. Very uh, nine, nine points of damage. Oh, yeah, the last one just <clears throat> almost like a crater in the midst of it. And you, Penumbra, have cleared a path from here to the door. All of that rehearsal, you stood up for yourself and cleared a path for us. Nova takes the path immediately. <laughs> this way, Eris. We'll, we'll be right behind you, Nova. Don't worry. That's quite easy, actually. <laughs> so Oki's ah. there and he's like, all right, welcome to my lab. And he swings the door open. And inside is a device similar to what he described. There's a little round ball um, that is in the middle with all these kind of like prongs that are holding it. And it goes to a couple of different crystals and some vial work. The whole thing is shaking. And like the door was like somewhat soundproofed. So as soon as you open it up, you hear this <laughs> sound um, and they're sloshing from the, the, the chemicals um, and like buzzing noises and everything. And inside here, you are just seeing Glitch, 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 glitch. Like everything is glitching like crazy. This seems to be the center point of all the all the troubles. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you fix this? If I could have, I would have. I'm not really sure what to do. I tried to spell magic. I tried hitting it. That didn't work. Let's go um, try that. Yeah, I saw two plans out the window. Maybe I didn't hit it hard enough. I don't know. Um, also, I'm kind of worried as to what happens if I completely break it. Um, kind of want to get it to contain. Sure. Is that maybe instead of breaking it, can you put it in reverse? I don't know what that means. Like, well, if it's oh. creating these fractures, can you make it so that it sucks in the fractures instead? 
If it's on an action, can you reverse the action? That's a smart idea. Yeah, what are the steps you took to put it together? Can we undo it? Penumbra is very smart. Smartest of us all, I think. Hmm. I mean, I'm quite smart. (laughs) Hang on, wait a sec. (laughs) (laughs) When I take your test, you are... (laughs) Yes, I get very good exam results, actually. Some of the top in the class. (laughs) No one who says they are smart usually is. (laughs) Okay, well... Here's kind of how it works, right? Like the it, it the chemicals are kind of a um like an enhancement for my spell casting. Um, it kind of gave me a little boost to be able to do magic that's a little higher than I normally am, am able to do. And then that goes down to the first crystal, which kind of harnesses some of the energy. And then that goes to the second crystal, which is kind of like uh almost like 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 that first crystal, like creates the power source and the second crystal focuses it and then that brings it down to the the container piece and so when i cast everything i was hoping uh, well basically i waited um for a shift to happen and then timed my casting with it um hoping to to use the time stop to to hold everything and then all this happened so that's kind of how the apparatus works i don't know how how we want to reverse that hmm so the containing didn't work, basically. Basically, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it just didn't grab it enough or if it was too much or if, if the whole thing was flawed from the beginning. Really hard to tell. What if you, instead of concentrating the energy, dispersed it? What do you mean? The like, second crystal in alignment, you said concentrated the energy that came from the first crystal. Right. Well, what if what if you changed it out so that it dispersed the energy instead of concentrating? Well, it? then it wouldn't be able to put the plane shift into the ball, which is the whole point of what I want to do. I don't know. I, I think Penumbra's onto something, but trying something would be better than what we have here. Should I hit it? Yes. Great. Okay. And it's very delicate. Hit the one he said that concentrates it. Sure, whichever one they We'll try both. We'll try both of your ideas at once. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going to apply some percussive maintenance. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So you're hitting the crystal? Yeah. Okay. Roll an attack. (laughs) That was a natural one. Oh, lovely. Uh, So you take your tiny axe, (laughs) come towards it. And hit the crystal, and the feedback on this thing just sends you spiraling against the wall at the other end. And there is a sh- like a shattering loud ring uh, in the air that everybody has to plug their ears from. Oh, that's worse than my bagpipes. That's what I tried. Okay. <clears throat> Today is not a good day. <laughs> uh, looking around the workshop, are there any other bits of equipment that aren't being used right now. Like, oh, all sorts. Yep, there is. I mean, it's pretty fully stocked. Kind of your heart's content or heart's desire as to what you want in here. Uh, can we change out any of the crystals? What do you have, Hokey? Um, well, so the these were two um, homegrown ones that I, I created. Don't look at me like that. Uh, it, 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 I don't know. We could try something different. We could hit something else. You're welcome to. I'm going to step outside if you do that, though. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go for the the one in the center. The the ball. The ball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll an attack. All the world looks like a nail if all you have is a hammer. Oh my god. <laughs> um, nine. Oh, you hit it, and you don't get blasted back quite as much. But what happens is you hit it, and you try to pull your hammer back or your axe back, and it's like it's magnetized to it, and it starts to shake, and it starts to shake, and it starts to pull inwards. Ooh, I'm not letting go of my metal axe, so uh, someone help, please. I'm going to try and pull it back. Let it go. No, <laughs> uh, I lost a check. boot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like one uh, boot is fifteen. 15? Okay, you kind of place your feet against the table edge. Oh, and it oh, finally pops out and you go falling back. Um, Very expensive battle axe. So her father gave it to her. So, <laughs> could we, we remove the power source, the first crystal? We could try. I got, I got zapped when I tried that, but maybe it'll work. Should I, should I hit it? <laughs> Sounds like you might get zapped. <laughs> Hang on. Definitely hit it. <laughs> Uh, you can hit it if you think it would help. Okay. We'll try. Oh my gosh. Okay, go and roll another attack. Come on. I'll be ready with my bagpipes. Oh my god, I'm rolling like crap. I rolled very poorly on my (laughs) contained Nova rolls. (laughs) Ah! A 10, I'm going to say a 10 is enough to, I mean, 10 is definitely enough to hit. You don't knock it out of place, but you do shift it a little bit. And it's now kind of like still like in its little holder container thing that, that was kind of keeping it aloft. Um, but it's like bent and like pointing outwards a little bit. The whole thing starts to shake even harder okay. at that. I'm no good at hitting things, but I am good at magic tricks, which means yeah. I have some sleight of hand, mm. maybe switching crystals around. Oh, yeah, no, I it. Yeah, yes. I love the idea of using sleight of hand as like a dexterity thing to like yeah. nimbly go in. Um, Just like really carefully go in and. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, okay. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check. What do I have to Look, see if the see if the machine notices that the power crystal is now a bag of sound. Oh wait! Uh, oh no! I rolled a natural two plus three five. Oh no! <laughs> not I wanted the bag it to sand. work. I wanted it to we work. We're not doing well. Uh, <laughs> You grab one of the crystals and it is electric to the touch. Not enough to like hurt, but like you can feel it. And you grab the other one and the whole thing calms down. Oh, Ah, Like it stops shaking. Stay here. But you feel some sort of like energy coursing through you and you feel as if you've now become the conduit between the two (laughs) crystals. It feels hella cool, everybody. (laughs) Wait, what? What are you doing? Why was uh, we? I don't know. I didn't do very well in magical circuitry, but I'm assuming that now I'm part of it. And Hokey is now over there, kind of like adjusting his spectrum. Oh, this is fascinating. Oh, you know what? And he starts to look at the pieces connecting the whole machine. He's like, I don't, I don't know that it was the the crystals themselves at all. I think it may have been faulty connection points. Oh, so you seem to be an excellent conduit. You just stay right there, okay? Well, not forever, but uh, could should we try some of the other connections? 
what else do you have to use as a connection between the two crystals? Well, you is this like one of those teamwork puzzles where we all have to connect crystals together? Because <laughs> I, I don't want to do a bonding exercise. Yes, I don't do that. Mm. Nova does very badly at this. Well, the 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 liquid kind of comes down and, and and drips onto this crystal, right? And then this one connects to the next one, and then this crystal has to has to focus down onto the ball itself. So technically, there'd be even though there's not connection points per se, there there's there's something to connect between the liquid to the first crystal and then the crystal to the ball. Right. Not the crystal ball, but the crystal to the ball. Okay. I'll just touch the crystal and the ball and see what happens. <laughs> just touch them. <laughs> yeah, you touch the crystal and you feel an electric kind of pulse go through your little shoulders. You're much right. smaller. Um, go ahead and roll a constitution save for me. Uh, 17. Okay, easy enough. Yeah, you just kind of let it go through your wings and you reach down and kind of stretch and touch the ball and the buzzing in you goes away. Huh. Right, the number your turn. Okay. Join, join our ropes course. So is this linking hands and doing this? No, you're actually touching pieces of <laughs> Kenobra, the Stop the holding my hand. Yeah. You don't have to hold my hand. It's like the it's like when you discharge through like loads of people all at once and you get that yeah. enormous electric shock. Like yep. that's what I was worried about. Uh okay, yeah, I will uh is gonna do exactly the same then. Go and form another part of a magic user in series. Well, you grab you grab the crystal that is the power source. But then you reach and realize, like, what is there to grab with the liquid? It like it had been kind of like dripping. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Are you drink sure? No, I think I don't. Ah, uh, I, I I don't know that that's a great idea. What is a good idea? In it? I put my hand underneath it. <laughs> okay, Just put your hand underneath it, and he's like, um, okay. You want me to open the valve? Not really, but no. let's try. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if this explodes again, you're all tough, right? Mm, yes. Early. Yes. Emotionally. <laughs> it's not going to be an emotional explosion. It's going to be physical. Well, um, oh, Penumbra, come here. Um, I don't think we have a choice. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Penumbra. Okay. Aww. So plus five to your AC, I believe. Uh, oh. Plus two, sadly. Plus two, okay. Oh, that's a 15. Yeah. Oh, that's five. Shield is five, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're up to 15. Thank you, Nova. You, it's fine. You, I just don't want you to you get really hurt. Care, you care about me. I just don't want you to get hurt, okay? It would be bad for whatever it is we're trying to do. Uh, okay, yes, yes, of course. All right, here Tell we go. Here we go. And Hoki kind of goes up this little step stool uh, to the top. And there's like a little funnel that goes down to the, the glass jar that has all the liquid in it. And that has the little tube coming down. And he, you see a little magic spark in his fingertips. And then he kind of reaches towards the funnel and directs it down there and flips the valve. You see magic hit this liquid. And the thing immediately begins to boil. And you see liquid begin to trail down boiling liquid. and hit the point of the valve. At no point was this described as boiling. <laughs> it wasn't boiling before. <laughs> uh, penumbra! Oh, no. Also, like, 
sparking through these long tubes <laughs> and her watching it like, oh yeah. no, here it comes. <laughs> oh no. You know those uh, you know those things where you drop the little ball or the coin and it like rolls round. Let's see if I have a glove. <laughs> Can I throw her? Can I throw other boots? My... Yeah, you could have. Maybe I'll throw a boot or a glove over to Penumbra. You, uh, you take try... your hand. You take your hands off of it. Oh wait, no, no, no don't break the connection. <laughs> no, I can. I can just put my boot over. Wait, can you acrobatics like flick the boot yeah, off wait, of your foot? I, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm gonna kick my boot up. You're gonna. To... Okay. You know what? You get to Penumbra. roll for this, but we're that. Yeah, this is gonna take you a can, nat twenty or you something. Can boot on your hand. <laughs> like we're gonna try it. <laughs> yes. Come on. All right. All right. I rolled a seventeen. I have a plus three. Oof. So a synthetic twenty. <laughs> Oh man, that that's really, really, cool. really good. That is really, really good. You flick the boot off and it flies up and up and shits towards the hand. And unfortunately, it instead of sliding onto the hand, uh, it kind of hits and bounces off. Oh, just as the drip comes down. Now I have no motion, boots. Just and as it hits your hand, Penumbra, it is cold. It is not boiling hot. Oh. But you feel an incredibly strong jolt of energy. Magic beyond anything that you've ever cast. And you, yes, you light up and kind of like go stiff. And you all feel this as it goes from Penumbra to the crystal. And then through Eris. And then to the next crystal. And then through Nova. And you're all just kind of like held in this guardians of the galaxy moment where you're all just like shaking and you just hear Hokey's voice go oh that's interesting and then the magic the magic hits the ball and all of a sudden there is a like a sucking sound and a whoosh and you feel energy being pulled inward collapsing inward towards this ball as you see first one glitch get sucked in and then the next and parts of the room you see the goo that was out in the uh, hallway in the the lower level come in and being sucked in like this long string of goopiness until it finally disappears and this goes on for a good two three minutes of everybody just holding on and everything and then finally there's like a clicking sound and everything goes quiet I felt amazing. Um, yeah, that was I guess, fun. I guess we do have to take our exams. I still don't want to take my exams, really. Hokey, was that it? Did we do it? Uh, he is already over to the ball, like, wrapping it in peace. Oh, right, it worked. I knew it would work. I was 100% certain that this device was perfect. No, no you weren't. I got it, I got it, I got, no. it. I got and it. And you shouldn't have to use living conduits. Well, you're all fine, right? Yeah, we get a little gray area there. Even for me. Can you at least me. be credited as co-authors when you publish this? Uh, sure. What are your names? Uh, Penumbra. Nova. Ferris. Panini, new one, and Ferris. Okay, got it. And he, like, bustles out the door. I thank like you! Should... I mean, oh, never normally you. say this, but I feel like we should have reported him to the principal or something. I could maybe bring it up, but I feel like he's got an awful lot of realities just sort of in his pocket now. Maybe he seems dangerous. Maybe we should just leave him be. 
Yeah. Like he'll be fine. And presumably we're all... all still like in the same position. <laughs> yeah, you haven't moved. Yeah, you're still holding everything. So it's okay to let go, you think? Or I think we could let go. I think we could let go. Well, the ball's gone now, so I've kind of let go on one side anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you all stand there kind of breathing deep after this ordeal, you hear sounds from outside the window. Normal, just people talking, laughing. You hear various bells being rung for different classes to start and end. Uh, and no no screams or wails or cries of pain or, or confusion from outside in the moment. Can we go... Well, sorry. Can Penumbra sort of scoot out of the window? Because I'm assuming this chamber has a window. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like... And see if we can we kind of look for anywhere that looks like a large quantity of water has been dropped. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You look outside and kind of scan the area and don't see anything that is wet like that. But go ahead and make a perception check for me. Seven. Seven. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. uh, You're up at quite a height. Uh, everything looks pretty small from from up here uh, around the second level of one of these large towers and hard to see. Oh, maybe we have to keep looking. I'll like fly back. You okay, Penumbra? Yes, I was. I just thought I'd look to see if, if there was any if Gestalt had come back, but I couldn't see anything. I mean, Gestalt usually in times of trouble, Gestalt goes to the library. Maybe we should check and see if she ended up there. That's, I've never actually been in, so. Uh, You've yeah, never been? No, why would I? They have a, books, Nova. Nova, I have some read, so. <laughs> I've got a lot wow. of, I have a lot of. character is going down. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Nova, I've got some with pictures that you might like. I, I would love that. Somehow, Penumbra and Eris have become the devil and angel on Nova's shoulder, and I love it. I absolutely love it. She does not realize. (laughs) Doesn't know what they are. And I'll make your way down the steps, out the door. No one seems to be acting like anything strange happened. And This means we're not going to get credit. (laughs) And you make your way across to the library where upon opening the door and scanning the stacks, you see a little pointed hat that's very familiar. Uh, it's kind of bobbing past one of the stacks. Oh, no, no, don't, don't bother her. She's in her happy place. Yeah, yeah. Just let her, let her be, let her be. This room smells funny. I always think it smells like sticky toffee pudding. It's like a happy place. Sure. Right, well, um, while everything was frozen, I did steal the key to the restriction section, so. <laughs> I'm going to go and look up fun. what happened with that rum. I still want to know. We got any left. That's interesting time for drinking Penumbra, very early. <laughs> I'll do, I'd like, quite like to be a sheep again. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say no there's enough sheep. rum left for everyone to do one shot. In the middle of the mm-hmm. library. Why yep. not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Gestalt. I'm doing it. All right. We, hand, we leave one at Gestalt's little study okay. carol. Yeah. Go ahead and roll uh, a d20 for me, everyone. Oh, 13. 
what could go wrong? I rolled a two. I rolled a two as well. <laughs> I love it. Um, go ahead and read those who rolled twos, re roll, please. I got a five. Five. <laughs> Get out of my, my head, Charles. Two fives? A, you guys yeah. doubled up again? <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. First things first uh, Nova, you said you had a 30? 13, yeah. Pick a space within 60 feet of you. Either in the uh, library or outside of it. On top of a bookshelf. On top of a bookshelf. You take the shot and <laughs> you teleport up oh. to the top of the bookshelf. And you are now up top there. And various people are like, <laughs> and the librarian's like, what you get down from there? But it looks so good. <laughs> oh. Ah. Um, <laughs> the So for Eris and, gosh, I can't believe you rolled the same thing. For Eris and Penumbra. Uh, you take the shot and all of a sudden you hear this like clanking sound behind you, like almost like whirring of gears and metal scraping. Uh, and you both turn and come face to face with two round metallic creatures with large eyes in the middle. And they're both holding these little spears with these spindly metal arms and legs. And they look about and they go, already very organized hello and then one of them like turns and like picks a book up that had fallen off on the floor and like places it back in the library stack and then turns oh. back towards you and just stands there new librarians oh, no. well oh. we are not going to get along oh are you oh, oh this is so exciting i know all the library <laughs> stuff my first names uh, what are your names does not compute even more efficient oh my goodness <laughs> And here in the library uh, with two summoned Modrons at your service and one of your party members tipsy and teleporting up onto a bookshelf. Lying uh, around on the bookshelves the now. Probably Enigma, books off. <laughs> <laughs> the Enigma in Excessa comes to an end. Yeah. Yes. Thank you all so, so very much for being a part of this adventure. Um, it's in the chat, but why don't we go around real quick and give everybody a chance to uh, reintroduce themselves and, the, and where they're from again and let us know where we can find you on socials. Uh, Emily, if you want to start. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yes, I'm Emily. I make science videos normally, but we I also uh, play in RP Geeks with, uh, with Simon. And you can find all of RP Geeks stuff on like all socials at RP Geeks D&D. And in fact, our DM is running the next game that's coming up. So the people playing in that will have the ability to affect our world and potentially what happens to our characters in that Excellent. game. Excellent. So, uh, and for me, I'm Emily underscore W underscore Bates at, on Twitter. This is like a real kind of Spider-Verse level kind of crossing of realities. <laughs> yeah. today. Actually, especially in this one shot, I de definitely got Spider-Verse uh, vibes. For sure. Um, so I, I also play with the RP Geeks uh, with Bates, uh, and I, I am Simon Clark on YouTube and Dr. Simon Clark on Twitch and Simon Ox Fizz on Twitter, <laughs> because brand consistency is very 20, 20th century. Yeah, I also I want to say that like being in the University of Exeter, I did my, my grad studies at the University of Exeter. So oh, the whole no. time it was like just close enough to throw <laughs> me and it was quite difficult to say. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I had a wonderful time. Thank you so much for, for DMing. Really fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me as well. I'm uh, Nicole. I'm a researcher at the University of Texas at Austin, researching science communication. 
Uh, it's so fun to play this with y'all. Uh, and you can find me on, I guess Twitter is probably the easiest one at uh, C-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S. Um, and then from there, you can find other socials. Awesome. And I am Andrew, uh, the DM and showrunner for The First Watch, which you can find on Twitter at First Watch Show or on YouTube, uh, The First Watch. Uh, there are some other First Watch channels that are about watches, but we're the only TTRPG one. So <laughs> you'll know it when you see it. Um, and yeah, if you like today's adventure with some of the, the uh, plane hopping shenanigans and uh, our good friend Hokey Muckrib. Uh, check out, uh, we've got two seasons of our main show and several uh, spinoff miniseries that feature uh, this kingdom, this world, this character, all sorts of different things. Um, so hope you check us out. I need And thank you, Cheryl, for having uh, us on your channel today. Yeah. And, ha- and happy birthday. Well, like happy 50th episode. Yeah. 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 Happy- Huge accomplishment. <laughs> Huge accomplishment. <laughs> So, so, so cool. Oh, I think you're muted on stream, by the way. We can, we've been hearing. Why the, am the I like this? Tones. I, oh, no. Doing yeah. tech is so hard. Anyway, as I was saying, um, yeah. Back so, it up, back it up. <sighs> I don't want to say it all over again. I hate doing that. Anyway. <laughs> what um, she said was, we're, we're terrible. She thought that was dreadful. Uh, and she gave us all amazing. sorts of points. I'm never invited great. back to be a no, part of their channel. No. Desperate for the you've, next one. You've absolutely ruined Nature Check, Andrew. This was your last chance. It's over. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, please go check out videos over on The First Watch. Um, I've had fun being on their show before. Um, Yeah, we're going to take a quick break so that we can transition over to the next one shot, which starts at quarter after 12 Eastern. Sorry, I have to keep doing conversions in my head because I'm not in Eastern. Neither are any of the people on screen, so I don't know why I said it in Eastern. Anyway, we'll be back soon with another one shot, but the uh, stream will stay live so you can hang out in the chat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we will see you soon with the next one shot. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.